faded on its own. I wasn't in control there. Hey now. Oh, yeah. That's the uh, the classic, the one, the only, the Silver Bullet Band. Yeah, yes, little Bob Seeger, Mike, how you doing? It's the We're only here. thing that will take out a werewolf. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> I, a, a I think you're right. No, it is werewolf, the Silver Bullet, and a vampire. So do you think if you Blade does Blade does the Silver Bullets? Oh, maybe you know vampires. I don't know as much about, and I think you are right. I know you get the garlic, you get the uh, the cross, do a little cross action. Right. Silver, right. though, if I recall, in the Blade series with the Wesley Snipes, uh, I, I think they were really big on the silver. And I thought the silver was huge with the werewolf as well, the silver bullet. Mm. Right? Isn't, a werewolf's really just the pet of the vampire, right? I think they exist in the same world. I mean... Transylvania, is that where all these uh, creatures come from? <laughs> <laughs> Including Dylan Mulvaney. Yes, yeah, this is one of the new monsters, actually. It's part of the, the monster phenomenon. They tried to do a new version of the monsters. Didn't work out. You see, we went to Transylvania. We killed all the megafauna. We thought that would end it. 30 years later, we get Dylan Mulvaney. <laughs> <laughs> It's funny that we have this huge trans movement and uh, no monsters, no Transylvania. It's gone. Transylvania <laughs> is the place where you would expect all the, uh, the, you know, all the trans. Yeah, that's right, man. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. All right. Well, well dude, uh, man, I, just, I had some fun this weekend. I, I am fun, shocked actually. and I'm interested and excited to hear all about your good times. It was actually a great time on Saturday. Uh, so we were having a problem all last week, maybe even the week before. Nona went to go do a load of laundry, you know, the whites. Hey, uh, and, I think they prefer Caucasian, but you can continue. I'm sorry, the Europeans? The people the Ukrainians prefer. Pumpkinheads. Uh, <laughs> but, uh... <clears throat> When she, she she tried to watch it like three times, every time she was getting these like, it almost looked like leaves, like these pieces of like black stuff that was like oily and gross and it oh, left man. stains. Oh no! Yeah, dude, it was bad. <clears throat> tried everything, dude. Even ordered the cleaner on Amazon. You know, you put the tabs in the washer, you let it sit, do everything. Yeah. Right. Still was getting some of these things, dude. So fuck it. Saturday morning, I just started taking it apart. Took the whole dryer apart. Take the inner drum out of the plastic drum that it sits in. You wouldn't believe the shit built up in there, dude. And what are you... Well, you're a plumber, and also there is a fella who is a mechanic and a landscaper... And the clothing from you two individuals are constantly rotating through this dryer. <laughs> so let's just get that out there first. All right? You got a plumber, so, so I, mechanic, I told Noda it was probably my fault because it was all the shit in my clothes. There's probably a lot of bacteria from my clothes. Because she, 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 Nona right away is like, you know, I've had this machine for 20, 23 years. <laughs> she bought it at Montgomery Ward. Man, that definitely doesn't exist anymore. 
<laughs> it, went out of, it went out of business in 2000. Long gone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I told Noda, I, w- I had to look it up. It went bankrupt in 97. Wow. And the last store closed in December of 2000. And that last store was on the north side of Chicago. Man, that's craziness. So, yeah, this machine's like, Mike, I had this machine for 20 years. <laughs> I never had this problem before. So I, just, yeah. I assume it's probably my fault because of the bacteria from all the shit that I, you know. Or age. I mean, you're talking 1997. Here we are, 2020. How dare you? I tried to bring that up, yeah. and Nona immediately brought up the stove in the garage. Yes. That's from 1977. Well, again, works. I, I would argue stuff was made better in 1977 than in 1997, and then versus nine, 2017. I, I, no, it's 100% true. Yeah, 100%. Now everything is made with plastic and can be dissolved and melted in five seconds. It's made to... <clears throat> it's, Dude... They, <laughs> no, nobody cares about this, but I'm going to say it anyways because it's my fucking podcast. <laughs> yeah! Oh, yeah! Listen to that, folks. Lay it on us thick, baby. Dude, at the union, at the union hall, right? We're in class, and they're like, all right, guys, we're going to do garbage disposals. So we're going to practice taking off and putting on garbage disposals and learn how to do it, you know? I'm not a fan uh-huh. of the garbage disposal. I just want to throw it Never get one. Yeah. Never get one. I, I, I've <clears throat> always had a distaste for the garbage disposal. Continue. Yeah, there's no reason to have one. Uh, so we go to do it, and I ne- I've never seen one like this. I've done a lot of garbage disposals, and, I've never, and I'm like, this is a cr- – it had this weird – it's a new mount for the disposal, and it's all plastic. So this, your garbage disposal is literally hanging off of a plastic tube. And I was like... <laughs> yeah. I, like no, dude, the whole thing about the older, the older style was it had been around for like 50 years. Never had a problem. It's actually very fucking easy to install. I could probably walk you through it over the phone. That's how easy it was. And then they changed it to like now it's like this plastic with a giant plastic nut that you have to turn. And it's like, course, wow, man. dude, it is so <laughs> shitty. So, like, yeah. on your old models, it, you literally had, like, <clears throat> you had, like, a metal tube with a groove at the bottom. And then you'd have one of those metal rings that wasn't a full ring. It had, like, you know, maybe an inch cut out of it. Yeah, man. It was a snap ring. So you put your piece on, and then you put that snap ring on, and then the mount couldn't fall off because of that metal ring inside the metal sleeve. You know what I mean? Yeah, it makes sense. Absolutely. Now, it's a rubber tube with a groove cut into it, and then you just put this rubber gasket. I'm sorry, plastic tube with a groove, and then you put a rubber gasket. And so this metal mount is being held up by the rubber gasket inside the slot on the plastic tube. Nothing is made or designed to last anymore. Not only that, you can't even... Frank, I, there's no way I could install that properly to a point where I could guarantee you five years, which is absurd. If I install something, I should be able to, it should last <laughs> 10 to 20 years. And then people, that's how long it's going to be before you remodel your kitchen or whatever. People you know? go then and like stand in awe and wonderment in front of the aqueducts the Romans built 4,000 years ago. <laughs> They're like, how'd they do it? This is crazy, no man. You know, there's, there's no, no way we could do this. This must have been aliens, bro. There's no way people could design something like this. 
There's no way. Oh, I mean, we could do it, but how'd you make a profit? Where's the profit? <laughs> where's, where's the profit if you're using stone? Uh, plastic. Hey, here in Colorado, they've been redesigning uh, South I-25 between Denver and Colorado Springs for 25 years. It's still in the process. They're still making oh, it happen, huh? man. Yeah, it's incredible, too. Crazy. No, but it, uh, so anyways, I took apart that washing machine. It was amazing how easy it was to take apart, number one. Number two, it was all, like, metal. Because this is from, like, 1997. It's crazy. 97, though. Isn't it weird how it is more closely related to 77, 87, but then something in our culture, in our world, totally changed, and 2007 is decades away? Do you know what we changed? Here's the difference. And and no, no, I was right. So in 1997, you could go to the Walmart and get the Whirlpool Walmart, right? Oh, yeah. You could could even go to to the Montgomery Ward that you went to. Sears, man. Well, either one of them. So you could go to where she went, and they had the cheap one, but then they also had the expensive one, just like they do today. The difference is that cheap one was the one that was going to break in five years. The expensive one, you're still using 30 years later. Wow. Now, nowadays, the difference is they're both going to break in five years, but one of them has a computer that tells you how many clothes are in there. You know what I mean? They send oh, yeah. a message to your iPhone. The other one has an pi- app. With yeah. a picture. <laughs> like, that's, that's what you just paid $1,000 extra for. It's still going to break in five years. <laughs> so that way, while you're at work, your, uh, your dishwasher tells you everything's clean. It's incredible. Yeah. yeah, yeah like, the way she said it was like, that was such a mind-opening thing. That is the difference between today and yesterday. Yesterday, you could pay for longevity, whereas today, there is no, there's nowhere you can go where you can buy a, like, it used to even be, like, snap-on tools were so much money, and they came with a lifetime warranty, because you weren't going to break it, right? But now it's a lifetime (laughs) warranty, you're going to break it five times, and we're just going to give you five new ones, it doesn't matter, because it costs six times as much as the other. You know what? We still made a profit. We come from a time very long ago, where people fixed things on their own, whereas now nobody fixes their own shit, so we rely on industries to fix stuff. So the industries are probably in cahoots with the under, other industries, and you know it's better off for everybody if I make a washing machine that breaks down every five years and then the fix-it guy for washing machines can have a job. But they don't even, you can't even fix them. Dude, everybody known I talked to said get rid of the washing machine. I know. Dude, that's, I, that's, now, that's I spent the... all day, and I, I mean, I, I took a break. And, you know, I, kept, I was smoking weed. I was drinking beer. I had fun with it. You know what I mean? I took the whole thing apart. I took the drum outside, <laughs> pressure washed it. I cleaned all the mold. Dude, when I first took the drum out, I was like, holy shit, we need a new machine. It's all rusty. There's nothing I can do with this. And then I started scrubbing it. And I would get, I was getting like layer by layer by layer until it was like shiny white. Like there was no rust at all on it. It was all uh, mold. And you know, Nona, wow. dude, she keeps her shit clean every month. Oh, does I like know. the vinegar and shit. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Like it doesn't matter, dude. I can't imagine what every, like other people's washers look like. It's probably it was so heinous. gross, dude. So <laughs> gross. Again, but also though, <clears throat> she's washing over thirty years. I can't stress enough. A mechanic, two landscapers, yeah. a plumber. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of very We're disgusting. Humans. A lot of very specific 
kind of, you know, no, dirt no, going is through that machine. Clean woman surrounded by the most <laughs> disgusting men that come into her house every day, no. throw their clothes on the floor, shower but, in her shower. No, just surrounded by men. Even her man, before he was <laughs> yeah. gone, was a guy getting dirty out there working on everything, man. I mean, you know, men yeah. used to be dirty, and our machinery was built hardy, so that way you could clean hardy men working hard out Good there. Call. Good call. Now, you know, you got to run the fat guy who was oh, sweating on his hey. ass all day long on the couch, <laughs> and run his clothes through the, <laughs> through Fra- the wash. Frank, I don't know if I brought this up before, but I heard it come up again. Do you... Wash your legs in the shower. Uh, like, like, like you, 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 you put. I don't know if you, do you. Okay, first of all, first of all, you well, use a bar or a loofah. You and I are gonna go down a very controversial route here. If you want to, yeah. I'm ready. Well, I'm probably the f- in this one because I use the loofah. What do you use? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a loofah man. Uh, I gotta be a loofah man. I, I well, I, I'm about to be very controversial and blow your mind. Um, I use one bar soap. It's uh honeybee wax and goat milk, and um, you outgained the loofah. Jesus Christ! <laughs> I don't know how you did it. <laughs> three quarters, three quarters out that door, folks. Never forget. Leave it up to a Colorado man to outgain the loofah. Jesus Christ! I don't use shampoo. I've stopped using shampoo about three years ago. Um, it's controversial. Uh, everybody always asks me about my hair. And why my hair looks the way it does, it's because I quit using shampoo. Before I quit it outright, I was using it once a week. And then I just stopped using it. The chemicals in shampoo and in all soaps, it's crazy how many insane chemicals go into the soap. When soap used to just be made from fucking fat, man. We used to, it used to be very simple how you cleaned yeah. yourself back in the day. All of a sudden, we have all these wildly... Uh, uh, designed super soaps and shampoos, and everyone's like, "Why is that? Why are we all bald? What changed in our culture?" Well, you know what? We're using chemicals. We're we're soaking ourselves in chemicals. Oh, we're not bald because of the fat. We're bald because of the food. Look, I mean, whatever it is. I well, we're we're the toxic. Drugs and the booze. I think there's a lot of combinations, but either way, I think I signed on to an idea that uh, it's called the homeless man showering, and so once a week. I do with my bar of soap during the week. I lather the uh, the dirty areas. You know, I'm a guy who works out, and I, I lather the spots that get stinky. No doubt about it. Uh, That's crazy. And then uh, once a week, I do a full body lather where I hit every element. I just I do the fl- I get the whole thing you're lathered disgusting, up. Disgusting, dude. You are disgusting. Oh yeah. God, you're just no, dude. That's <clears throat> no. You're disgusting. You need to scrub, dude. Your legs are just as gross as your fucking, your whole body is gross. If your balls are gross, your legs are gross, your stomach's gross, your back's gross. <laughs> fucking, fucking wash your goddamn body. I am getting washed, I'm telling you. I get the suds everywhere. I do the face and, you know, under the arms and everything, and the suds are all over. I gotta but... tell you, dude, I was, like, mentally scarred from being in the desert in limited <laughs> showers. Well, I, because... I, I do believe you have a unique perspective when it comes to cleanliness, we just discussed how you had to completely deconstruct your washing machine or dryer because it was totally filled <laughs> with waste, product, byproduct. So, you know, again, we've gone over this. Like, you're a man who needs to really pay attention to how clean his nails are. I understand. You're dealing with it's human fecal matter. <laughs> it's not dirt. That ain't dirt on your glass. 
So, you know, like, you live in a totally different world from the majority. Most uh, people aren't existing in these but wildly that, filthy dude, environments. I cannot get into a shower. Like, I get into a shower. I'm in, dude. I'm loving it. I love that I feeling. shower I'm every day. I shower water, and I lather. Scrub. I, I shower. Scrub. I shower and, and lather I every scrub. day. Yeah, I'm not uh, opposed to that, and I'm not saying I don't do it. I, you and I shower and do it every day the same. No. I'm telling you, man. I take 20, 30 minute showers. I'm telling you, I'm the f in this conversation. I'm You've actually. <laughs> I, I need to lather. Sometimes I do the double, sometimes triple we scrub. New, we I will new. like lather, wash, <laughs> repeat two, three times sometimes. Depending, the other day I was jetting an overhead sewer. So, like, literally, I was covered in white particles, which was broken down toilet paper. And there were like literally pieces of shit on me. So like, I'm, I'm scrubbing. I'm fucking, that's a triple scrubber. Well, I, I can't even reiterate this more. Uh, you and I just totally exist in very opposite worlds. Of, worlds. <laughs> yeah, you're right, you're right. You're right. <laughs> like, I even work, <laughs> I work in like cannabis transport. We can't get to it totally opposite, <laughs> man. It's insane. I work with yeah, people who Sometimes like, I spend my day literally walking in a sewer. You know, the, the facilities <laughs> we work with are people in lab coats who are totally disinfected. Like, I work in a completely <laughs> opposite world than you. <laughs> I live in a world where if somebody hands you a white suit, it means you're going in the hole. <laughs> no, my guys are covered in rosin and like uh, you know, weed particles. You got to keep it clean though. <laughs> in my world, you're just happy the truck is there to spray the roaches down before you go in. Well, you know, I used to be in that world. I was a cook for many years in bars. <laughs> <laughs> Same deal. Same sprays. You cook, you cook for the army? <laughs> oh, no, just drunks on Pearl Street in Boulder, Colorado. <laughs> you heard her first, folks. A lot of roaches. Nothing <laughs> <laughs> worse than the smell of roaches, man. When they're burning. I got to tell you, oh. on Pearl Street, specifically oh. down in the uh, Boulder, Colorado, the hippiest hippie place in town, they have a fantastical phenomenon going on there in the sewers which is they are uh, an Asian water beetle. They are a type of cockroach, specifically from Asia, that just arrived at some point. A lot of people point fingers to Yo-Yo Ma, which is a restaurant down the street from where I worked at. <laughs> but it was, you, know, you know, no one wants to be racist these days, right? Uh, it's oh, the we're not saying we brought the bugs, but if you're oh. looking for a water beetle dish. It's China. <laughs> the virus was from China. It's China. Uh, so <laughs> they brought these Asian water bugs, just it totally took over the sewer system of Boulder, Colorado. So any business and every business, this is total truth. And everybody who's worked on Pearl Street down there knows the, uh, the reality of the sewer system down there. They are completely overrun by these Asian water beetles. It is a total infestation. It's foreign. Uh, it shouldn't be there. And, uh, they just like, come up uh if you don't keep it under control you'll come in one day and they'll just be totally covering the floor like a carpet no way oh it's so the, it's one of the most disgusting and fucked up things i've ever seen in my life man oh uh, yeah yeah oh, dude roaches dude i mean come on you work uh down in the uh dirt there amongst the uh cretan uh, you know cretans i i feel like you've probably seen some roach infestations you know, when you see a roach infestation, it's a fucking infestation, man. 
Oh, no, you know, like, I'll pop a sewer, and I know right away that school has roaches everywhere. Yeah. Or the house. You see what I'm saying? Like, the second it happens, it's it's overrun. I was just trying to look it up though because I do I do always talk about it. Nobody believes me, but not a lot of people spend as much time in the sewers as I do. Oh yeah, there's, dude. There's a snail where it's like almost a transparent shell, and they look like almost like colorful kind of. And uh, if you, they're really small, but if you open it up, you'll see a bunch of those snails in there for some reason. That's a clean sewer. And there's always like, that means that every time the pipes are good, it, it, like, it's you almost like one of those, I don't know, it's, it's almost like a superstition mind, thing. No, get out of here. You're saying you, yeah. you cut into a pipe in Chicago and you'll see these almost translucent, see through like snails. And they if have you, like a very delicate, like almost transparent shell. They're uh, really how, small. How tiny? Like, how tiny? Are we talking like micro, almost microscopic or like, <laughs> no. you know? No, no. Are we like a like, dime? Wow. Okay, that's that's a good size. Okay, so we got a dime size. Those are like the big ones, and then they translucent yeah. snails that live in the water systems of Chicago in and the if, sewers. And if, oh, in the sewers. And so if you see them, that means it's a clean sewer. Wow. So, I, no, no. I all I'm saying. Is, well, <clears throat> when I, <clears throat> whenever I encounter them, and I I will always tell like the homeowner, like that's a good sign. Oh I, man. I never, and, I, and they'll always be like, why? And I'll just be like, I don't know. For whatever reason, it always seems like it's a good sign. But and then you... I'll, put the, I'll put the camera in, and their sewer line is perfect. Everything's good. There's no roaches. There's no mice. And I think it's because the roaches and the mice. So my theory is, my theory is they're everywhere. But if you have an opening in a drain or any way to get in, then the rats and the roaches are going to eat them. So uh, if you're in a place where they still exist, nothing's eating them, that's a sign that it's a good drain. Does that make sense? It's incredible to me because, you know, this sounds like wise, old, sage advice. Like something that if you were a plumber and you came in my home and you said, you know, you got these snails in there and this is good, this is a good sign, and you just kind of uh, went on and elaborated on what you just said, I, you would leave me... Very satisfied and feeling very <laughs> comfortable about my situation. I'm not kidding, like because that that just doesn't sound like some dude who snuck a snake down there, you know, with the camera. Like, that ah, looks good to me. Ninety bucks, please. Thanks, dude. Like, no, you were like, oh, you know, you got the snails, and you go into that. Like, that is like, wow, educational, informational, interesting, and like, kind of uh, sells more the expertise. Of, uh, a, so a so guy I, like I you never elaborate, there. though. Whenever they ask me, I always just say, well, snails are better no. than roaches. Oh, see, <laughs> what you got? Because you, you open it up, you either find snails or roaches. I'll tell you the other good sign. If it's like an above-ground clean-out, oh, yeah. if, if it's like in the wall, you'll open up the lid, and on the back of the lid, it's like the maggots and the nest for the sewer, these like little sewer flies. All right, I, are we talking still underground, or where where are we at here? Like as far as this uh, lid that so you're like, opening. If you ever go to like a public bathroom, 
somewhere on the wall, about equal level with the toilet, you'll see a silver plate on the wall. It's about right. eight inches, yeah, eight man. to ten inches in diameter. That's right. Behind that cover is a lid, is a cap that's plugging a hole. Oh, it's a pl- it's a plug that's plugging a hole for the main sewer line. That's where you rod or camera from. Or for so all open... you troublemakers and hooligans out there, that's where you put the cherry bomb. No, you just flush it right down the toilet. Oh, okay, yeah, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> but if you open that lid and there's maggots, that's usually a good. Well, that actually the mag. If you get the maggots and the flies on the lid, that's usually a sign that you have a. Uh, like a little dam somewhere. It's a back pitch that's kind of like back. So you can tell a lot just from the bugs that you get in the sewer. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, that is wild, man. And, you know, nature knows, right? And so if you pay attention to nature, you uh, have gained a little wisdom. Well, you got to imagine they all need different things. And so by what... They all need a different environment. And so you can tell what environment you've created in your sewer system by what bugs are in there or what animals are in there you know that's wild stuff you you've actually blown my mind very uh informational i like this nobody ever that's why nobody gets into sewers you're just you just go in there you put a rod in the line no man there's a lot if you really pay attention i always tell people dennis rodman counted the spin of the ball nobody else did that's why he was the best rebounder i know that's you want to be the the best in drains you got to pay attention to the spin of the ball you know, the worm, dude. And what's crazy, you quoted the worm, and you yourself are watching the worms hanging out there in the, uh, the, the maggots, old pipes. And yeah. the roaches, <laughs> and the snails, man. You always want to see snails. I'm telling you, that's the best sign. I'm absolutely floored. That is incredible advice. <clears throat> uh, they're a beautiful snail too. It's kind of crazy because they're like purplish. Wow. That, that's why, I like the clear shell, like it's like a, it makes it like a almost rainbowy color. It's almost yeah. like Emma loves this uh, lobster, uh, or what is it? Um, I'm getting a soft shell? No, no, no. It's this uh, creature in the sea that sees all the spectrums of light, and like even x-ray. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They have one of them here <laughs> in Colorado. We have a butterfly museum or pavilion, and they have one of these. It's not a lobster. It's a crab, or uh, I thought it was a lobster, but. Uh, it sees all the spectrums of light, and it's it's a it's a wacky uh, little creature uh, or crustacean, if you will. I believe those are the crustaceans, right? If I'm not mistaken. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're the bugs of the sea. The bugs of the sea. Uh, well, uh, sp- speaking of the bugs uh, of our uh, modern era, uh, if you are to believe the political left and the you know legacy media uh the deplorables if you will uh we got a new spokesperson for the left someone who i told you about and i warned you about and i said they have a new show and you're gonna start hearing some interesting shit out of it uh i got a good one this is uh you guessed it (laughs) this is charles barkley talking about MAGA people On his, no. new, on his new show on CNN, King Charles. Yes, I told you. I, I talked about it two weeks ago, or at least. That... You sure it's not Sinbad? Oh, Shazam! <laughs> Here we go! And that's one reason I, I, I'm not a big Trump fan. I, I'm just not. Because like I say, it's the president of the United States. It ain't for no small little group of, of nutty people. It's everybody. I don't care. If, you know, because you know, me and you are independent. Mm-hmm. 
And I don't have anything against Republicans. I don't have anything against Democrats. His supporters would object to you calling them nutty people, though. Well, I only call them that because they are. Uh, (laughs) They're crazy. They're like your drunk friend. Like, once your friend's drunk, there's nothing you can say to him. Like, can you imagine? Let me ask you this question. You ever seen the movie A Time to Kill? Yes, I have, actually. And when a guy says, can you imagine President Obama was acting like this dude been acting, but they'd be like, this dude cannot be president. Yeah. You can- this is why you don't give basketball players shows uh, on news channels. <laughs> He's not even presidential. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're supposed, like, even George Bush uh, uh, Sr., Jr., excuse me, even though you might, I might not agree with his policy, policy, but he acted like a president. Like, you're supposed to be, like, All you superior. guys did was I talk about how he was unpresidential during his presidency. Before Trump was Hitler, do you guys remember the last Hitler? His name was George W. Bush. George W. Everybody <laughs> fucking forget this? He was, before Trump, he was the man who was going to start World War Three. You know what I mean? Had his finger on the button. He was the biggest threat to America. Anybody who voted for Like, nobody remembers? Also, everybody forgot that before Trump, the last guy who stole his election was George, George W. Bush. Bush. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the other illegitimate president. Don't we re- oh, we're goldfish, man. Yeah. It's crazy. Every time a Republican gets into office that you guys don't like, he stole it. That's why the Democrats need the young vote. Because by the time you're 30, you're like, wait a minute. Didn't, didn't you say that about the last guy? <laughs> You're right. Well, what is the famous idea, right? If you're uh, young and you don't vote Democrat. If you're not a Democrat by 20, you have no heart. If you're not a conservative by 40, you have no brain. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, it's honestly, the truth. Man, it's the truth. should be a Republican by 30, I mean, really. Look, like, the worst part is, look, like, old people who are Democrats, you just look at them and you're like, what? What happened? Like, don't you ever... Open your eyes? No? Well, I look at Charles Barkley, a man who is a very fortunate and blessed individual, and he makes incredible, exorbitant amount of money <laughs> uh, you know, through his endorsements and his various TV channels that he's a host on. Like This guy is making incredible amounts of dough. Does he really support Democrats who want to tax the shit out of his income and give it to people who don't pay taxes or make any money or contribute to society? And to teach people that are like him, they're oppressed. That's what gets me the most. Yeah, J- Charles Barkley is a role model, really. Like, look at he's, sure. Charles you know. Barkley. You got a fucking show on a news station. You could barely talk. The- <laughs> <laughs> Where, can I get Michael Strahan up in here? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how many of you do we need to give a job before you know what I'm saying? We meet the quota here. You know what I mean? It's crazy. And then you're going to run stories about how, like, black... I guarantee you, every every time it's, like, a black oppression story. And now we go to Charles Barkley. And Michael Strahan. So the reason they're doing this with uh, Charles Barkley is because one of the highest-rated programs on TV, and I'm not shitting you, it's very highly rated, is the Inside NBA guys on TNT right before the basketball games and during halftime. And it's starring... Shaq and Charles Barkley and Kenny Smith and uh, the no, white it's dude. Starring and... Shaq. Stop yes. right there. It's Shaquille O'Neal. Well, no, and, and Charles Barkley. You know, Charles gets a lot of credit for going viral and stuff. And I, I really do believe <laughs> the only reason Charles gets any credit is for being the boob 
that Shaft <laughs> needs to make fun of. Is the foil. So I I do think that these stations like CNN, they tried it with Bill Maher last year. Uh, they're doing it with Charles Barkley now. The, they're attempting so hard to draw in viewers from the boomers and older millennials who are still into these guys uh, to watch their channel because they need people to watch them for the next PSYOP where they convince everybody that it's the end of the world. (laughs) But if they don't get enough people watching their channel, it's impossible for them to put up the death ticker and convince everybody that it's the end of the world, man. Yeah, you're right. If nobody's believing it, then you're the crazy one. If you just got 10% of the people. Yeah. You're the crazy one. I uh, I got Vivek from the debate. Um, not the clip I sent you where they cut on the feed with Rumble, allegedly. That's where they cut it, where he talks. Uh, he drops a few truth bombs on uh, Pfizer. and That was crazy that they cut that. I I have that too. I clipped both. I have two different clips, but we do you want to do that one, the warp speed? Because you and I have talked about this a lot, and I know uh, all the dude Sean's out there who are very uh, interested in the topic. When it comes to Trump, it's very easy for a lot of people in the MAGA world to forget that you know Trump is the face and name behind Operation Warp Speed. Yeah, I like that clip. All right, I got it. You want to do it? But before we do, we we have to say, this was the clip. They just cut to five minutes of commercial. It's really they, weird, right? They didn't allow this to be seen on, on TV during the debate. So I saw different reports where on certain parts of the country, based on your time frame, so allegedly people on the West Coast got the full clip and saw this air, whereas people on the East Coast and uh, other parts where it, li- it kind of was a little bit more... Uh, closer to live or whatever happened, uh, they saw the cutaway and went to uh, um, commercial. Allegedly, I don't know. I didn't watch this live, nor did I record it. So we're going based on you know wild speculation and nonsense that we see over on X, formerly known as Twitter. Don't say it. No! <laughs> no more. It's just X. Just X. Fight the people. Excuse me. All right. So I've got um, Vivek. Dropping a fat truth bomb, but also what's super interesting about this clip is Megan Kelly leads into it, who hosted or co-hosted with two other chicks from News Nation. They led this debate with the, it's the last one with the remaining Republicans vying for the VP uh, nomination with Trump. (laughs) Um, And uh, so Vivek uh, gets asked about the vaccines in Operation Warp Speed, and Megyn Kelly, who has been very public about her adverse reaction to the vaccine that she took, uh, I I found this to be a shocking question and uh, an incredible response and everything around it. Uh, it, it is mind-blowing that in some parts of the country it was blocked uh, when it got televised. So it tells you a lot about um, kind of the reach of, you know, Captain uh, Pfizer there. So uh, should, we, should we dive in? I can't wait. Let's do it. Here's Vivek and Megyn Kelly talking about the adverse reactions to Operation Warp Speed. The Trump administration and private industry developed a COVID vaccine in record time. The program protected the drug companies from virtually all lawsuits over vaccine injuries. The government has a program to compensate for such harm, but critics say it is a black hole of bureaucracy. 12,000 claims filed, 10% decided, only eight payouts so far in a forum with no right to counsel, no hearings, no appeals. Mr. Trump says he's very proud of warp speed. Should he be? 
Well, this question specifically on liability goes back to actually Reagan. And Reagan is a president who I And I'm going to pause right there. Allegedly, in the middle of her questioning, allegedly, that's where the feed cuts and they go to commercials. Allegedly. In several yeah. parts of the country. On Rumble, on the live feed, on News Nation. I, I don't know the truth behind it, but you guys know me. Your favorite tinfoil hat nut job over here <laughs> loves to support the idea that I got. It's a little suspicious that it's that moment. I'm the same guy who in real time texted Mike a doctored clip of the crowd over at the Navy Army game that chanting, fuck, <laughs> fuck Joe Biden. And I was like, Mike, it's real, dude. We got to start the show with this man. <laughs> I watched it for two seconds. I'm like, this is fake. <laughs> Mike, uh, Mike debunked me in. Less than 45 seconds, but I, I rode that high, folks, for quite a while. <laughs> it felt good. <laughs> it would literally be mutiny. You can't, you can't have that. Yeah. Should he be? Well, this question specifically on liability goes back to actually Reagan. And Reagan is a president who I admire. Many of us do. I think that reviving that spirit is in many ways going to be good for this country in so many ways. But one of the areas where he erred was this special form of lobbying to say that one kind of manufacturer, a vaccine manufacturer, cannot be sued for their product liability. So I have pledged it is part of my legislative agenda. We will repeal that, just like we will repeal every other form of crony capitalism. Oh, got People my who have been Put One down for Vivek over here. <laughs> we talked about this before. We did the first Vivek, and then we discussed a Vivek embargo, played the clip, and you and I were immediately on, okay, we're playing all Vivek now. The, the, yeah, Vivek yeah, has been <laughs> truth machine. He's up there. He's the podcast candidate. That's what he is. Yeah, uh, put me down for one vote for Vivek for a uh, president, and give me one of those Ramaswamis. I'll take one. Uh, Sounds one delicious. To go. Yeah. Could you. Uh, Extra sauce. Yeah. Tzatziki times two, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it comes in a pita, right? Rama, shawarma, ding dong. Yeah. <laughs> Harmed by those vaccines deserve accountability. They cannot be forgotten Americans. And I think one of the top lessons we learned from that COVID pandemic is that free speech in this country is most important in those alleged times of emergency. If we had been allowed to openly debate the merits of those vaccines, they would have been never mandated in the way that they were. And in general, I don't think that we should want capitalism and democracy to share the same bed anymore. It's time for a clean divorce. Let companies be companies, but I don't like the crony capitalism. This dates back a long time in both parties. And I think that we need to end the lobbying. And I personally believe that if you have been working in the government, you should not lobby that government for 10 years. Yes. If you have been a government elected official doing deals with companies, be they Boeing or be they pharmaceutical companies, you should not join the board of that company for 10 years after. The former chairman of the FDA, the leader commissioner of the FDA, ended up on the board of Pfizer. Nikki Haley did deals with Boeing, ends up on the board of Boeing. Don't. I don't care if it's a Republican or a Democrat. We need some basic principles that end the corruption in government. That's how we got the health insurance exemptions. That's how we got the pharmaceutical product liability okay, exemptions. We end the corruption. We need. Uh, I, I think you should extend it to 20. I think it should be 20 years. 20 yeah. years. Yeah, By the time you can go work as a lobbyist for this company, you're so irrelevant that nobody wants you. Well, it not should only be 20 that, years cool. before you can go from politics to a fucking company that you were uh, legislating. And how about the vice versa po uh, company to politics? Let's also add on to that the age limit 
right? So then now we've really closed the gap for when you can leave your private special interest group and then have an opportunity to run for politics. I like it. Yeah. Right? So that yeah, now you, you can't be 75 and be like, oh, my 20 years is up. Now I can run for politics and control the world for 15 years like Joe Biden. No, no, no. Sorry, buddy. Uh, your window's out. You're too old. Done. Yeah. yeah. And you can't just sit as a senator for 40 years. We're going to give you four terms. Joe Bidens. We need no more Feinsteins, no more Bidens, no more Pelosi's, no more, no more uh, McConnells, man. You know, we always rag on the left, but I have to say, McConnell is such a whack job. The dude, look at him. Look at his wife, who's literally the daughter of a, uh, like the highest paid like bureaucrat in China with the CCP. Like this guy, oh, but just like Joe Biden, they never talked about business, Frank. not kidding i'm pretty sure it's mcconnell's wife her father runs like one of the biggest exporter companies out of china in beijing i mean come on dude there's no way they fell in love i'm just gonna (laughs) it's kind of a bit of an arranged marriage going on there man no he's just the founder of a shipping company Simple Chinese working man, founder of a shipping he's company. Fr- he's friends with Ray Epps, the farmer up in Montana. They're simple guys. They hang out, man. Dude, he's fucking. He was born in 1927. He's still alive, 95 years old. Are you, are you talking about um, Mitch McConnell? Or <laughs> <laughs> I believe it. Uh, his, gonna... his classmate, his father-in-law, James S. C. Chow. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the SC stands for C Chang. James C Chang Chow. Dude, it's so fucking funny because the corruption is just so there in your face, you can Wikipedia it. That's how it's just there, man. Mitch McConnell didn't marry a uh, Chinese woman. Her name is Elaine McConnell. How could that? Oh, her maiden name is Elaine Chow. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me? Yes, man. I'm telling you, it's so funny, dude. Like, this dude, by the way, was the head of the Senate forever. Like, for the last several decades, this guy has been running the show, uh, and he has been completely controlled by the Chinese. Oh, absolutely. I'm, like, looking at all this. There's so much money. No, it's not just Mitch McConnell. It's the whole... It's all of them, man. Everybody. Dude, there's so many politicians Pelosi. invested in it's this company. It's both sides. It's both sides, dude. Oh, uh, that's what they're saying. That they both, yeah, man, uh, profited not only financially but politically. Everybody, in you, both in China and America. We, like, we, oh, this is. I've been saying it since day one, and I noticed it immediately when LeBron James and uh, who's that dude, John Cena, had to publicly apologize and suck the dick of the Chinese because they said something about them. Remember that? Like that was the moment when I realized, oh my God, we are bought, sold, and owned by the Chinese, man. But you know what's really funny is we think about like uh, 
you know, like you think about these stories back in the day where like empires were brought down by a beautiful woman, you know, who like went around <laughs> sleeping with everybody and everything. Are you talking you about think, the uh, the woman king? Oh, sorry. Well, no, you're just like, oh man, that girl must have been beautiful. You know oh, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, that's right. And then it turns out it was Elaine Chow. <laughs> <laughs> Who's sleeping with Mitch McConnell? Oh, what about Fang Fang, who was banging? Um, yeah, but Swalwell? she was hot, man. Elaine Chow. I mean, hot for Mitch McConnell, but yeah, but look at Mitch McConnell. That's probably the first piece of ass he got in his entire <laughs> life, man. You don't find that in Kentucky. The last time he got laid was by the bushes when he joined Skull and Bones. <laughs> oh, yeah. well, this was probably <laughs> the first female over eighteen. That's what I'm saying, dude. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> And she didn't even put it in my butt. This was a great night. <laughs> the last piece of ass he got before Chow Chow was, uh, you know, Bush Sr. <laughs> Being gang raped by the fraternity. And skull and bones, man. Yeah, they're banging each other, doing all sorts of weird shit. Forced him to drink wine out of uh, Geronimo's skull. That was probably his, like, you know, virginal indoctrination right there, man. Like, he probably... Look at Mitch McConnell, the polio guy. I mean, he's he's had the ball sack face his whole life. I mean, you know, a lot of these politicians who look like morbid crypt keepers now kind of look normal and human. Like, did you see the young picture of Feinstein or even Nancy Pelosi when they're, you know, back in the day? I mean, they looked human. Uh, look at some younger pictures of McConnell. The dude is an alien. There's no doubt about it. Like this oh, guy, yeah. oh. he he was beamed down from the mothership and like <laughs> here to like destroy our lives. <laughs> I joke dude, because I give McConnell dude. a lot of credit. If it weren't for his stuffing of the courts during his reign of terror in the Senate, uh, currently Bidenomics would be wreaking far greater havoc on our lives. There's no doubt oh, about and it. And we'd still be showing passports. We would still be showing our passports. Uh, which called good call. Uh, oh, damn. I just had something I really wanted to say. I hope it was about oh, it Mitch McConnell and his uh, ball sack chin that he eventually got tucked <laughs> away via, I'm, I can only assume, Nancy Pelosi's uh, skin guy. You know, Nancy Pelosi, she's recently been on TV. She's been making some rounds. And, you know, she's she's a part of this whole messaging that they are trying to push where Trump is Hitler. Have you been savvy to this Trump is Hitler yeah, idea. but it's not working because it's obvious you guys are pushing for him to be the candidate. Well, I got Trump as Hitler by Joy Reid. We never got to it. Do you want to hear it? You know I'm always down for a Trump Hitler. What stopped Donald Trump from doing his worst is that everything he did had to grind through the sort of slowing mechanisms of bureaucracy. So this is my favorite part to, of selling the Trump as Hitler narrative is... You have to sell the idea of, well, do you guys remember historically when Hitler was president for four years, but then he lost the election and then came back as Hitler? <laughs> right? You got to sell this idea that he's this tyrant dictator, but then he lost and then he then he declared vengeance and came back as Hitler? Remember the Hitler comeback, man? <laughs> Don't you remember as he walked out of the Capitol, they gave him the 21-gun salute? <laughs> It was all respectful, followed tradition, he walked away, and then started working on his campaign for the next run? Hitler. Hitler. He walked out of Reichstag and he said, someday I shall burn you. And then he, like, he said, in four years you will be mine! 
Wait till you see my day of dictatorship. I can't get over this. Yeah, Trump, he's Hitler. Remember when Hitler was president for four years and then he walked away peacefully, but then came <laughs> back four years and took over as a dictator? Like, well, don't you remember that evil promise Hitler made of closing the border and drilling for oil? <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I fucking love the Hitler's. The Trump-Hitler comparison is so unbelievably retarded simply because... Hitler, when he took power, he took it, man. Like, that was it, right? If your history is accurate, Trump walked away. He's been Frank retired. Hitler was voted in with only 30% of the vote, and he swore he'd be a dictator on day one. It's Just amazing, like too. Trump. The comparison's beautiful, too, because before Hitler took his second reign of terror, uh, <laughs> he was under five indictments, including a RICO indictment, where he was being charged as a kingpin of some sort of, you know... Fucking mafia. <laughs> you know, because the state, the state was definitely not after him. You know? <laughs> don't, you, don't you remember when he had to leave the front in France to go back to the case where he was being charged for overestimating his That's property right. values on a loan? In Munich, you're right, for his hotels that he had, his golf course that he had. <laughs> they were taking him to court for overinflating his value. <laughs> While he blitzkrieged Poland, right? <laughs> it's Hitler 2.0, man. <laughs> I can't Parallel get over campaigns. Parallel campaigns. I can't even say it. Like Trump is. Hit I can't get over the shit, dude. So it's not efficient. Politics is not efficient. That's why people are mad at Joe Biden. He can't get things done because you have this bureaucracy. You have the Senate. They've got a you know ability to filibuster. All of that slow motion stuff. Oh, that's slows. why we hate Joe. He hasn't gotten enough done. He hasn't, he hasn't gotten enough done, Frank. That's I was the waiting. Problem. I told dude, this is the best clip ever. Yes, wow. that's why we are so mad. At Joe Biden. Has it gotten enough done? It's all it's gotta roll through that bureaucracy, man. There's just too much red tape. <laughs> down extreme policy. <laughs> Probably we can get rid of this model. fascistic government <laughs> of checks and balances. <laughs> exactly. You know, the, you know what the problem is? There's too many uh, opposing opinions here in this government. <laughs> we need to just get rid of all of that side. It'll be good. If we eliminate the opposition then our side wins and we can pass all our rules. Then we can be anti-fascist. <laughs> what do we People? do with the other side? I don't know. Lock them in prison, execute them. doesn't matter. <laughs> We're trying to be anti-fascist. <laughs> again, they're going to bring up Hitler, and I just can't get over the idea of like Hitler. Again, yeah, he's being indicted in four courts while he's blitzkringing <laughs> Poland. The best part and, like, is there's the one gulags. man who's going to walk onto the ballot uncontested because they have literally gone state by state changing the rules. <laughs> <laughs> Hitler! It's Hitler all over again, man! <laughs> and then one, one man will be voted <laughs> in. And we'll see who gets... You know what I mean? We'll see which one's, which one's Hitler. This is fantastic. Again, you've said Hitler so... You've said Nazi so many times and fascism, but now you're going full Hitler. It's racism now. Congratulations. <laughs> you've made Hitler a joke. It's not even that you've called everybody Hitler. It's that the only people who are not Nazis are the people flying the Nazi flag <laughs> in, in Ukraine. They have swastikas tattooed on their bodies. Those are the only non-Nazis. Not allowed to call them Nazis. <laughs> and we're racist for not sending them more money. It's a crime, <laughs> man.
for Donald Trump. <laughs> Nazi. Nazi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. This is good stuff. He says, we're not having an election. Uh, I'm staying. Well, who's going to stop him, boo? Who's going to check him? If the local bureaucrats don't do it, that's who stopped him. Yeah, you who heard that right. Yeah, she said that, and they wonder why they're losing viewers on MSNBC. Doing <laughs> the coup the first time. Your thoughts? Our democracy is and has always been fragile in nature. It is very mm -hmm. dependent. Right. It's not just dependent on the structure of the Constitution. It's dependent on good people. Our fucking democracy is not fragile. If it no. was fragile, it wouldn't have won two world wars. Or a civil war. We've outlasted everybody. Yeah, Come there's, on. There's something very powerful and meaning and deep-seated and rooted about that Constitution, right? Unless we're totally sold out as a business, and it's possible that America is now uh, sold out as a business. I, I'm not going to I like what Vivek that, said. We need a separation between capitalism yeah. and politics. That's the biggest problem. Yeah, I totally Ooh. agree. We need more guys like Vivek, I guess. Um, God, he's got my vote, man. That's kind of crazy. I know. He won my vote, Vivek. Even though you know how bad his toilet smells. I right? can only, I'm like smelling it as I'm saying <laughs> it. You know what? <sighs> Vivek, I'd come plumb your shit, man, anytime. Wow, even with the bad taste in your mouth, you'll go I team. I smell it already making me, making me gag a little bit, but you know? The curry is strong with this one, but hey, man. <laughs> Dude, I forgot who I was telling. Dude, a lot of plumbers, a lot of plumbers don't won't refuse, and it's because they don't like Indian food or like any like curry chicken, and it's because it smells the same in the sewer as it does on the fucking chicken. It's yeah, I know. Gross, fucking gross. Ugh. But Vivek, anytime, man. I, I I'll be your plumber, and I won't spill the beans like uh, Trump's plumber. Good call. No, I, I think Vivek um, has a spot on Team Trump. He's postured himself well. I'm, I've said it from day one, dude, it's going to be Trump-Haley. I don't know why people don't see that. It, it's a very good move for Trump. You know he's going to do it. Come on, man. I think that's what they're waiting for, to be honest with you. And I think if he does a Haley, they're going to kick Biden out and, and put it in like a yeah. No, I, I totally think that when that happens, you're totally correct. They are on the cusp of getting rid of Biden. It's unreal. We played the clip of Hunter. Uh, why is that getting action on nightly news? They did bury it, absolutely, with the other stuff with the McFlurries and what have you. But, you know, they're at least still putting it out there. They need to get rid of Biden. They have to. The guy is sinking in the polls. Uh, we talked about it earlier. Trump he's just getting more popular with the minorities and not just the blacks. It's everybody, you know, and it's not just Trump too. I think people are just more aligned with the ethics and the morality of the right. Yeah. And I think there's, uh... and they're willing, they're willing to pinch their nose and vote for Trump in that respect. Actually. The thing is, <laughs> Everybody's talking about they're gonna run Gavin Newsom. I know, and he's so disgusting, it's man. Frank. He's one of the most disgusting humans I've I, ever laid eyes on. Dude, I couldn't find a clip, but I read an article. You gotta hear this. This, <laughs> this is this is why we say it's state media. Do you have it in front of you, the article? Are you about it's to read right a little? Here. Yes. Oh, right man, now. I'm very excited for this. This is great. 
<laughs> California is facing a record $68 billion budget. Hit the deficit. deficit. Yes. <laughs> yes. This isn't crazy. This is absolutely crazy. Here's, here's the best part. It turns out that they badly misjudged how much taxes people and businesses would pay. And you ask yourself, misjudged? What are you talking about? Well, let me get into this. <laughs> the, they emphasize the nonpartisan, it's all Democrats. There's no Republicans. <laughs> oh, it's like the election for mayor in Denver, right? You know, yeah, pick never, between four Democrats. Yeah. I would love to know how many Republicans were in this nonpartisan legislation and analyst office (laughs) in California. Okay. They said tax collections were off by $26 billion. uh, And then when combined with the economic slowdown, they'd be facing $68 billion. Wow. Uh, Even though their whole budget is $300 million. Sorry, I'm trying to find this one part that's really funny. I got to tell you, here in Colorado, what they're having a huge issue with is people buying into the new uh, curriculum, if you will, uh, that Jared Polis and company have set up, where I brought it up before many times. uh, You need to abide by their new green energy policies, which are fiscally impossible for most new business startups. Uh, but obviously if you are someone who's a minority, well, they have special grants in place to help you get going in a place where nobody is going to be buying from your shop, right? Let's say if you open up in downtown Denver, because there's no commerce going on because, and this is a crazy idea that has been held long and true for many, many, uh, years and decades and maybe generations in America, which is it takes business to bring business. Everybody needs to be prop- prospering in order for other people to prosper. Uh, the high tide raises all boats, folks. So, uh, you know, you need to create an environment where it's not just one group of minorities that can prosper. You need to make it a- an environment where everybody prospers. Well, dude, you got to hear this. This is literally in the article. Newsom's first term in office was buoyed by record smashing first term in office by record smashing surpluses of more than a hundred billion dollars. Now, that's obviously not his policies because it's the first couple of years of his first term. So All right, it's clearly sure. the policies of the guy before him, right? Yeah, just like Biden with Trump, dude. He's just riding yes. the Trump wave. Uh, you know, he's getting crushed by it, man. Yeah. So he comes into office. He's got a hundred billion dollar a year extra, right? Oh yeah. This is from the article. The money allowed him and his Democratic allies <laughs> to greatly great. expand government, including paying for guaranteed health insurance <laughs> for all low income adults and increasing the minimum wage. To twenty-five dollars an hour. Wow. Now now in his wow. second term now in his second term, growing budget deficits could threaten some of Newsom's accomplishments. How is it an accomplishment? You just took a hundred billion dollars and spent it with no, with no return. That is called making terrible investments oh, yeah. with a hundred billion dollars. You had negative return on investment. Now you're $100 billion in debt. That is called bad investment. That's not an accomplishment. And they're talking about how it's because you need to let this play out till 2028, where they're expecting $155 
billion dollar deficit that will then peak and then turn around. Oh, wow. <laughs> Here's the best part. This is a quote. Republicans cautioned that this level of spending would lead to greater deficits, and it would be more prudent to show restraint. <laughs> California's <laughs> fucked, dude. It's unbelievable how over it is there. Chicago, same way. New York. Dude, Denver, I believe, is following suit very quickly. A lot of these policies are designed to just drive business away. Everyone mm-hmm. mocked Elon Musk, but the dude literally said, no, thanks, I'm out of here. And he well, brought- that was part of the, that's part of their problem is they projected more money than they got they actually got because of all the people that aren't paying taxes. One people aren't making as much money and two businesses left. You guys don't you're not bringing in the money. You went from a hundred billion dollar extra to a hundred billion dollar deficit. <laughs>